Today with Reading Rainbow, I actually have a couple of reads that are gonna be like looped into this, but um, no point. overall, I want to, I want to sit and dissect and discuss with you mm. um, the RuPaul's Drag Race reunion. So this past Thursday, that we were able to sit down with all of the queens from season ten. Um, Most and, of the queens. Well, right. So like, it started with all of the queens, um, but it was a time to kind of rehash the season and kind of, you know, hopefully get some closure on some things that might not have been necessarily. Um, handled uh within the season and during filming and so first off first things first i wanted to say overall i was not impressed with the looks that were turned out for the reunion like overall i was not like oh my gosh like you look great agreed overall but i did have my favorites like i there were maybe four queens that i thought looked great okay go who I thought Monet Exchange looked great. I love the prints that she chooses. Monet I Exchange. do. I love the prints because she, she stays true to her island culture. Then mm -hmm. she said she's from Barbados or something like Saint that. Saint Lucia. Or, so she, those prints are very on brand for her. I thought Eureka looked great. I thought Miss Vanjie looked great. I love the, the big gown Baby she was in the morning. Good. She turned it out. Turn it out. Miss um, Vanjie looked good. She did. And I also thought Dusty looked great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dusty I thought Dusty's good. gown was great and, you know, giving me very on Acid Betty with, you yeah. know, just a very distinct yeah. look. Those are the four that I thought everybody else, I was just... Mm. That's exactly where I was. I thought Miss Vanjie looked great. Vanessa Vanjie Mateo looked great. Mm -hmm. I also was going up for Aquarius look. Eh, it um, was very basic. Well, I mean, see, to me, I like I love the, the message. The nod. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And that for me, that was just like perfect. And like, I feel like we always expect Aquaria to do like a super femme, super like you right. know, bright, fluffy look. Well, and I think she's more sleek. I don't yeah, think she's so okay, bright yeah, and fluffy. That's it's yeah, more that's sleek. Yeah, that's a good look. look. So, like, a very, like, sleek, yeah. you know... A little sexy number or something. Exactly. Skin shine. Um, and so this was, like, just, like, different. And I love, of course, mm -hmm. that there was, like, a full message and nod behind it to Monique Hart, who, right. you know, that I love. Um, I also liked Monique's Hart outfit just because it was, it was so... It yeah. was, yeah, it's very kitsch. It was very... For the reunion, like I think you could that's tell, a drag she, look. she was yeah. like, "This is the outfit for the reunion." Like popcorn, she was like, "I'm here for the comments. Like we're gonna do this. Like right. that's it." So I would say that those three were probably my favorite mm -hmm. looks out of that. But like I said, overall, I was really like underwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing I would say is, and I've, I've read some of the comments on this, and I kind of agree with that. I would have liked for Eureka to switch her final runway look and her reunion look. Mm. That probably would have made the difference for me. And what she wore on the final runway, wore that to the reunion. And what she wore to the reunion, have that be her final runway look. Okay. That's all I'll say about that. that yeah, that would have been good. So, what else you got? Um, so, I wanted to talk... You already kind of shared a little bit about it, but, you know, mm -hmm. we started out with all 10 queens, but then there was a um, blow up. I felt like a little bit way too early in the reunion. It was. Or I feel like they should have put that towards the end. Very unnecessary. Um, but we had Chicago's own, the Vixen, 
um, walkout of the reunion. And so with that, to kind of just give you a little background, if you haven't seen it yet, they were they started to call into a question a lot of the motivations behind Vixen's outburst or her, like, quote-unquote, instigating, because that was the word used, like, her instigating certain um, things that would happen during the season, um, i.e. Aquaria versus Miss Cracker, that that piece. Um, and then Aquaria versus Vixen. Aquaria versus Vixen, Eureka, Eureka versus Vixen. Vixen. Probably so, the like, yeah, like, which we saw, like, all in very early into the season. And so they started having that discussion. Eureka started to chime in. And I feel like that's where it started to really go left when Eureka and Vixen started kind of getting into... Um, I, to me, verbiage can be very petty when we all know what the undertone, what we know what the underlying message was behind it. Mm-hmm. So for... for um, like the so like the word to say like oh you were attacking me versus like I was testing Testing you you. like we stop playing with us like we all know what was going on and we know let's not get into these words that are being used and what was being said like when we all know what exactly was being done I feel like that's where it started to go really left and I could see Vixen starting to get a little flustered especially when RuPaul kept like coming back with like well why didn't you just not say anything or why didn't you just not say Mm -hmm. and then to me Vixen just kind of started like throwing stuff out there that was just like off the wall (laughs) just like I didn't start a fight the whole season wait what (laughs) so okay um that all pretty much led to once again like it came to a head and Vixen like shut it down and said you know what I came on here to thank my fans to thank everyone who supported me Da 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 da, and for all of that, I'm now done. You guys can have it. And she walked out. Has now question because you are the residential expert. Mm-hmm. Has this ever happened on a drag race reunion? A walkout, like a walkout, and not come back. No. Okay. There's. I'm pretty sure there's been a walkout, but right. they've come back. Exactly. This was no. a walkout. Like I'm getting out. in the car and yes. I'm. She said she, well, she didn't fly back to Chicago because they shot the reunion. I mean, the finale. The reunion, okay. they was all shot in the same weekend. Yeah. She's so like, I'm going she back to the hotel. hotel room. And from the little video that she had afterwards, she said she like de-dragged and everything. Producers tried to get her to come back down. And she had already taken off the makeup, the wig, everything. She was like, no, I'm not coming back today. Like, that's that's a wrap. Um, here's what I'll say. I agree with you on the fact that well, I'm never going to say that. I'm going to just speak in my own verbiage here. Um, from what I saw and after watching this season and kind of just doing a lot of research about other people's opinions and facts and what, you know, the queens are saying and things like that. First and foremost, I will say this. We have no idea what the culture is or the relationship with these queens are off camera. Right. There are things that that I've noticed in past seasons, like last season in season nine, everybody came for Valentina, had no idea that right. you know she was you know a stunt quote unquote stunt queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea what the relationship is with a lot of these queens behind the camera. All of what we see, all of what we see is on camera and from a very narrow perspective. Right. With the reunion. I think, my opinion is, I think both the Vixen and Eureka were wrong. And just this whole situation. Yes, Eureka 
was definitely purposefully testing the Vixen. But I feel as though when they were in Untucked and that whole situation, that was a choice the Vixen made. It could have been a very, well, yeah, oh, okay, said that. cool, do you, I'm going to be over here chilling with Monique. I really don't care what you have to say and let it slide off. But you took that bait. I agree with yeah. RuPaul with what she said that. At the reunion now, here's what I disagreed with a little bit. I noticed that when it comes to the Vixen versus Aquaria or the Vixen versus Eureka, Aquaria and Eureka were both very, I get what I did was wrong. I apologize. Like they've both verbally apologized to the Vixen and have both been like, you are absolutely, what I did was wrong. I know that. Let's try to move forward and salvage this relationship. Whereas to the Vixen is just very one-sided just nope not doing it i'm gonna hold this grudge forever now and there's not going to be any forward movement with this which is therefore going to make it uncomfortable for everybody else when Mm -hmm. you are all in the same room yeah because now we know that you two don't like each other and you're the one holding on to that and so now who it's just like the whole lunchroom debate well who do we sit with but correct me if i'm wrong like aquarium vix were able to kind of like we don't, a, apparently they, were, they did, but it was off camera. Yeah, I, they were able to come to like a that. better spot. Like we didn't know that place. until she said that. Yeah. Apparently they did off camera. So yeah. Now, from my understanding... It's just her and Eureka that are still you Her and Eureka odds. are still at odds. And this is, I guess, was kind of mind-boggling to me a little bit. Because I can, on the one part, I can see where this could be taken that way. The Vixen said at the reunion that um, Eureka, after that a whole... Um, after that whole untucked debacle or whatever, Eureka came to her the next morning and was like, okay, well, how do we handle this? How do we... How do you want to fix this? How do we want... Yeah. And the Vixen toned that into saying... Or to... How do I want to word this? The Vixen's... She made it seem like that... The Vixen made yeah. it sound, sound like Eureka was trying to produce their narrative yes. for the show. Now, when she said, when, when she first said that Eureka, Eureka came and said, how do you want to handle it? That's not how I took it. Because I come to people all the time and it's like, oh, okay, well, how do you want to handle it? How do we want to fix this? As in, how do we want to repair this relationship? Now, I don't know if that, what the Vixen could be totally right in saying that's how mm-hmm. Eureka wanted to handle it. Because she's on season nine, so she knows how this show works. But I can't just take her word for it because the Vixen's credibility is a little bit shot in my opinion now. Mm-hmm. Because some of the things she said weren't true because the cameras were there. And right. We she just she started to just grasp at straws right. towards the end. She was right. just throwing stuff out there hoping it would stick. Now, do I think RuPaul was a, and everybody was attacking her? No. I think that they were holding her accountable. Like, mean what you say and say what you mean. Like, if you're going to stand by that, stand by that, you know, and be firm in that. And if you don't agree with that, then we just agree to disagree. And there's nothing you're going to be able to say to me. Let's move on to another topic. Last thing I'll say of this, and I'll let you get your piece in. I do not think she should have walked off and left. I think she should have well, stayed. No, absolutely not. No, I you got to take it. You, you got to right, throw it. You got to take right. it. Right. And being one of the biggest throwers of that season, you had every responsibility to sit there and I don't even want to say take it, but let them say what they needed to say. And if you all disagreed with it, fine. Don't listen to them. Tune them out. Do whatever you need to do. But you, I think she lost a lot of credibility for me. When she walked off and left. Because mm-hmm. this is... You started this. 
You know, like this whole thing, this was your moment to like yeah. really make your stand, you know? And then when she went and did the little Facebook live video and she said something to the effect, the effect of, you know, I didn't get, you know, nobody asked me how I'm doing now. No one, well, you left. Nobody, of course, nobody asked you. Obviously, the big topic was going to be getting all of that out of the way first. I feel like, but I feel like even with her saying that, that's just crazy because no one, no one gets to sit down and ask, oh, how are you doing? Like, they tackle the stuff from the show. Well, she used uh, Miss Vanjie for an example. It was like, you know, everybody was asking, well, how has your life been since the show with well, this yeah. big thing? Well, that's because hers was a positive yeah, story. Yeah, it was like a huge, like, and her being the first one boy. off. Like, yeah. how how she's been able to turn this into a movement know, that it right. was. Yeah. But, like, your narrative was the anchor of this We season. have to go off of what we've seen. Right. So, of and course, we're going to Like, this yeah. is what... This is all your... Kim, you all of your stuff was bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, what do you expect? Yeah, so what do you expect? Um, so, that's what I'll say on that, is that you should have stayed... Cameron stayed. I totally agree. And they read Cameron for filth. And yeah. she took it, and she said, duly noted, next. Yeah. And I that was that. that. I think... No, I totally agree that she should have stayed. There's no reason why she should have walked off. Like, you have to be able to sit there and, um, I mean, yeah, you have to be able to sit there. Like I said, if you're gonna if you're gonna throw it, you have to sit there and take it. Or if not take it, you have to be able to respectfully, you know, yeah. disagree and like yeah. let's keep it moving. Like that's part of being an adult. So. And just the fact that I just I keep coming back to moments in the season, like one where she was talking about how Eureka was being so unprofessional. So we thought this was professional. Like, this is how you make right. your money. And you walking off and just storming off like that. That's professional. Yeah. Okay, sis. I got it. So cool, 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 cool. We'll, you know, and then the whole, Asia's whole outburst and cried saying that Vixen was doing a cry for help. Well... That was negated because Vixen, once again... She's like, I don't need help. I don't need help. I, I don't need to be saved. I don't need help. And I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So that then and there for me was, well, do you, <laughs> boo? So you've talked about moving on. Because like I, you, you talked a little bit about Cameron Michaels um, and how basically a lot of the queens kind of got on Cameron for not being authentic mm-hmm. um, on camera and like being one way during filming, but then completely like turning when they weren't filming or when he's or on uh, social media or on social media or things like that. Um, for me, like I didn't expect Cameron to have a rebuttal. Like I didn't expect Cameron no. to say anything. Like it was almost too much. It was like almost too easy uh, to come at Cameron but I think this would be a, um, <laughs> I guess this would be a situation like if Cameron like actually went on to win or like get Miss Congeniality or something like that. But it was almost like, y'all, like, why even, why are we wasting time with, with this? Like, well, she's not getting Miss Congeniality because the Queens voted on that. Okay. So clearly. But she- they also did like a. It got but, hacked. But so I thought, but they didn't start over or anything. No, they Ooh. got hacked, and so instead they just they pulled the All Stars three and let the Queens be the jury, and they voted. I, know, I already know who won Miss Congeniality. I won't say anything since it hasn't aired yet, but it's not Cameron. <laughs> so gotcha. But yeah, I just thought that I thought that that was kind of like ugh, like let's move on from 
why are we talking about this? Like, mm-hmm. we already know Cameron is super guarded and, like, we're not getting that uh, from him. And I think that we made our peace with that as an audience. Like, we're not going right. to be let in. Um, Sometimes you just can't win. And when it comes to Cameron, like, I think the best thing she could have done was just been like, okay, got it. And not say anything. I mean, but like in her mind, anything. like going off on everybody and being like, maybe she was all of you and, and like, maybe I think the stigma and I think um, like Bob the Drag Queen has said this and some other past queens, especially on All Stars 2, they were saying that um, a lot of the queens are censoring themselves because they're scared of like other people's fan bases and getting a lot of hate and getting a hmm. lot of and so they're Interesting. editing themselves and censoring themselves on the show so that they come off a certain way as in, instead of maybe being their true authentic or their genuine self. And wow. I mean that's the world we live in with social media. I mean this is a whole total conversation but there's just big conversation out there right now talking about just the fandom and how racist it is and oh yeah i've heard that's that. a whole different um story interesting topic so. um so they asked the queens to do their winner predictions i thought it was funny that and very telling that no one picked cameron to win well there you um go. but i wanted to get for your prediction who do you see who do you envision winning um season 10 I honestly, at this point, when I went in, the person I wanted to win it didn't even. Oh, she, you know who won? No, well, well okay. nobody knows who's won until the night of. Okay, but I'm just saying the person that I wanted to win was a lovely fifth alternate. Her name is Monet Exchange. Yeah, you love you. I love Monet, Mr. Monet Exchange. Exchange a little bit too much, if you ask me. But. Monet Exchange, but um, I full disclosure, I cheated a little bit since they've already taped the finale. I know what happens during the finale, but we don't obviously know who wins. Mm -hmm. Um, So being as vague as possible, me personally, I would love to see either Aquaria or Eureka take the crown. I didn't like Aquaria at first. She's grown on me the entire season. And I was a fan of Eureka since season nine. So I could be happy with either two of them winning. Yeah. I think the momentum and just kind of like from if we're going solely on the show and challenges, it's Aquaria. Aquaria. But as we all know, that doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. matter. That does not mean Or else thing. Shea Coulee would have been the winner of season right. nine. So um, that's where Eureka still has a chance. Yeah, I think I, this is what I will say. <laughs> and this is going to sound halfway shady. I think that we... I think my prediction and who I hope does win is that I, I, I want Aquaria to win. Like, that's mm-hmm. just... Yep, she's done everything that she's supposed to do. And it's like transcended outside of just her on the runway like she's been able to do well in like all of the other challenges and like really like distribute like not distribute but like displayed some like growth in terms of like her speaking and you know being quick-witted those types of things I felt like that that was a struggle for her early on Mm -hmm. uh, with some things but she's stepped up to those challenges as well and been able to knock it out if not win those challenges the other piece that I was going to say, and this is kind of a, a nod to season nine, I don't think that it's going to be such a huge surprise being that there's two white queens. Like, I think that it will it'll go the way that it's supposed to go. What I want to see in the future, and I hope RuPaul does a very good job of this, I need to see more black queens make it into the top four, top three, or whatever. Um... 
So far, season nine, there was one. Season eight, there was one. Season seven, there was none. Season nine, there was two. Oh, Shea and Peppermint. Yes. Excuse me. Season nine, there were two. Season eight, there was just Bob. Season seven, there was none. Kennedy was top five, but not top four or top three. Uh, Season six, there was none. Season five, there was none. Hmm. Season four, there was none. Season three, there was none. Season two, Tyra won. And season one, BB won. So if we're looking at the ratio here, the black black queen winners, BB, Tyra, Bob. Three. Wow. Out of 14, including All-Stars. And All-Stars, wow. Hall of Fame is looking very white and very, very blonde. Very, um... Very cookie cutter. Very the same. Um, but wow, only how many queens were those? BB, Tyra, Bob were the only three, three queens out black of fourteen. Winners. Wow. Ten seasons, three or thirteen. Ten seasons, three all stars. Well, that's I mean three three black queens. And it's like we've had some very fierce black queens come yeah. through. Wow. Hmm. Very telling. I think but, Shay deserves a spot. I think Shangela more than earned her spot. I think um Latrice probably should have been top three. That was very controversial. Um, Mariah Balenciaga, I think she just missed top three in season three. And uh, Naomi, well, Naomi made top three. Excuse me. So I take Mm -hmm. that back. Season eight. But yeah, so I think um, we will find out what happens on Thursday. But until then, who do you have winning? RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10. We want to know. Leave us a comment in the, um, on our IG at Cold Pop Show. Honey, I will want to talk about this finale once y'all watch because I have some things to say. Okay.